Now, Nadir, just looking at business confidence numbers that came out yesterday here at home, uh, what can we make of that? Yeah, you know, Sakina, I think um, business confidence in South Africa has been plagued by, uh, you know, over the last couple of months, obviously by rolling blackouts and by businesses being um, not feeling confident enough to reinvest in the economy because of um, such uh, an uncertain electricity supply. You know, and that's really obviously hampered um, economic growth, and we've seen that coming through and the damaging effects on the economy. Um, well, what we saw yesterday was very much in line with our PMI numbers, you know, where our PMI numbers showed a very marginal improvement in manufacturing activity conditions, um, where the, the, the PMI numbers improved but not yet in expansion territory. In other words, um, the PMI index numbers didn't come in above uh, 50 index points, you know, and it was very much the same for business confidence, where we saw a marginal improvement, but really, you know, the marginal improvement was off um, multi-year lows, you know, so it's not, it's not much to celebrate, but nonetheless, it was heading in the right direction. And, uh, you know, I think uh, as, as long as South, the South African economy is plagued by uncertain electricity supplies, we're going to continue to see businesses a bit hesitant to invest in the economy, um, you know, which obviously has all the good downstream effects of creating jobs and uh, economic growth and, 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 and getting all those sorts of things going. So, you know, we're going to have to hope that uh, the sooner the electricity crisis gets resolved, obviously, the better. And, you you know, when we see these kind of readings coming in from the economy, we see how it really, uh, how it really affects economic growth. Mm. And then looking at the Eurozone now, um, uh, Nadir, inflation data coming out today. What can we expect? Yeah, you know, Sakina, I think this is a very key number, you know, because obviously the ECB is uh, targeting a certain level of inflation, and that's why they embarked upon uh, the monetary easing program or the quantitative easing program that we've seen them embark upon, you know. So their, their long-term inflation target is uh, in and around 2%, but not at 2%. And, um, you know, they're still obviously a very long way away from that, you know, with the last couple of inflation readings uh, coming in marginally better than the deflationary readings before, but with inflation still being pretty flat you know what we've seen happening in the eurozone in fact and uh, we saw PMI numbers come out yesterday as well for the eurozone is that gradually um, economic conditions within the eurozone have been improving slightly you know we've been seeing manufacturing uh, output improving we've seen the manufacturing sector um, expanding you know with the PMI numbers for the last couple of months and quarters coming in um, above the or last couple of months at least not quarters coming in above the 50 index point level um, you know, and, 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 and the signs are a bit brighter within the Eurozone. You know, we've seen a significant rally um, in um, many of the, 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 the Eurozone stock markets. And, uh, you know, as a result of that, you know, the, the, the Eurozone economy is looking somewhat brighter. Um, you know, although the market is going to be looking strongly towards inflation numbers coming out today to verify that, you know. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, you know, these, these countries like uh, within the Eurozone need inflation in order to get GDP growth going, you know, and a deflationary environment is very harmful to growth, and uh, we're going to have to see what, what, what numbers come out. But all in all, conditions within the Eurozone looking marginally better, and uh, hopefully that can be a precursor to, accept, uh, to expect some sort of uh, inflationary numbers. And I think that's particularly important given uh, all the uncertainty in the Eurozone now, considering the Greek bailout talks and, uh, you know, the, the, um, whether, whether Greece is going to qualify for the next bailout payment or whether they're going to default. And that's obviously resulting in a bit of uncertainty there. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see what happens with the inflation numbers.
Mm-hmm. And let's just take a quick look at the danger that is present in South African equities at this moment, Nadir. Yeah, you know, Sakina, I think the biggest concern that we have is that uh, the extent to which multiple expansion has happened in South African equities, you know, over the last uh, three to five years or so, you know. And, uh, historically, South African equities traded about 14 times forward earnings. And as things stand today, we're trading at around 18 and a half, to eight, between 18 and 18 and a half times forward earnings, you know. So we're trading at a substantial premium to our long-term average. And, uh, you know, the handsome returns we've seen uh, coming from from uh, the, the JSC over the last couple of years, our biggest concern is that uh, not a lot of that has been earnings-driven. You know, um, well, earnings have improved obviously since uh, the, the, the pits of the financial crisis, and uh, earnings generation has been fairly, fairly good. You know, particularly within some of the big rand-edge stocks, as uh, they've benefited from a weaker currency. But the bottom line is that you know, m- most of the returns we've seen have been multiple expansion. You know, that's uh, in other words, equity is getting a price more richly or more expensive. And, uh, you know, that, that now creates a concern, um, you know, as we move towards an environment where, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve is going to begin tightening monetary policy, you know, as our very own uh, Reserve Bank starts to increase interest rates, you know, I think, and, and as um, domestic economic growth remains as weak as it is, you know, so one really questions where some of these retailers going to generate uh, earnings growth from if, you know, the outlook for the South African economy is so bleak and the consumer is so stretched, um, you know, we, we, we're really concerned about uh, earnings growth not coming through, you know, and when that earnings growth doesn't come through and the U.S. Federal Reserve begins hiking interest rates, you know, well, that's just going to be a perfect storm to see a sell-off in equities, you know, and because uh, the, the, there are parts of our market which are, which are very expensive as they are at the moment, you know, those are the parts of the market which are most ripe for correction, and those are the parts of the market which are most heavily weighted within the all share and the switch index. So, you know, those are just some of the concerns that we're looking at at the moment. And, uh, you know, investors will be well advised to position their portfolios more defensively, um, you know, in stocks with a sort of lower demands on, uh, on, on future earnings to justify current multiples. And that's certainly what, what we're doing at the moment.